listening to the Send It All Podcast with your hosts, Lucian Nodder and Brad Stone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first official episode of the Send It All Podcast. I'm your host, Lucian Otter, and joining me tonight, just like every night, is co-host Brad Stone. Brad, how you doing? Lucian, Lucian, Lucian. Great to be here. Happy Monday night. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited, man. We got some we got some practices today, people in pads, a lot of uh, hype videos coming out. How are you feeling about the season? Man, I got the biggest news today. Uh, Tom Brady went seven for eight uh, from the scrimmage seven on seven of course which some would argue is harder than 11 on 11 but i the more important stat to report is he got sacked zero times wow he's just you know an amazing quarterback even at age 43 what can i say did you see the photos he's posting on instagram lucian it is something special the man looks absolutely great for 43 i think you and i as co-hosts should sign up for the Tom Brady method, TB24, or TB1, TB12, I should say. Well, I got the TB12 book. I could just read it, and then I can get on it. Well, maybe maybe TB24 is what we need then. You know, TB24? Double, double the 12. Oh, man. That's going to be so much avocado ice cream. Oh, you're telling me. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, sir. How All about right. you? Are you still coming down from the draft? A little bit, yeah. I'm kind of finding myself with nothing to do. I'm like, well, I can look at my lineup some more, you know. I'm kind of getting like an itch to do something because there's so many days until football starts. I'm kind of like, wow, oh, what, what trades can I make? Even though I don't really, I shouldn't really make any trades right now, but I just, I don't know what else to do. How about you? Hey, if you're not trading, you're not trying. Let's get out there, make some offers, make some trades. I got a couple offers. I got one from, uh, well, this is just between us girls. No one else is listening, obviously. Uh, I got a trade offer from Miner. I got one from Eric. Uh, Chad's kicking the tires. I mean, <laughs> the apparently I had a great draft. Everybody's after my players. And apparently Chad is back in the league. <laughs> you know, you love it. <laughs> All right. Well... Speaking of drafts, let's do the draft recap right now. Um, so, Brad, I think everyone remembers the draft. You especially, you were there in person with a big group of people. I was just wondering, like, what was it like to have a bunch of people in your non-sanctioned, quarantine-defying, dangerous get-together when we said we're going to do a virtual draft this season? You know, we were actually social distancing. Um, we were all a couple feet apart um, until, you know, freaking Paul, drunk ass Paul doing his thing, coming over and uh, uh, getting real close, violating my six feet of space. But, you know, it was pretty fun. Uh, we had all made the effort to, to be very safe for a couple weeks. So we decided, you know what? Fantasy football is important. Fuck it. Let's do it. Okay, so if this was so important, why didn't everyone get the invite to your house? You know, I texted uh, <laughs> everybody, and it just – actually, I used our wonderful U.S. Postal Service, um, but, you know, I couldn't find a mailbox to send the letter. It, it's really weird with the quarantine. Um, it seems like text messages are not going through like they used to, Illusion. So it's just being really, really focused – on using our wonderful United States Postal Service, which has no issues, and I don't want to hear any fake news to the contrary. 
Okay, fair enough. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the draft. It was virtual. What do you think of it? Was it a success? Do you think it uh, was as good as the in-person drafts? It'll never be as good as an in-person draft, but I will say it was pretty fun. It was a great solution for 2020, having everybody on the Zoom. I was loving the participation, love, loving everybody's energy. Uh, we got some highlights. We, we did not get anybody shirtless. Uh, Thomas and Hogan, very disappointed in you too. Uh, you'll have to bring that back next year. Lucian, what were your highlights? Uh, my highlights was definitely Miner getting just completely wasted by like the third round. And he like passed out and went to auto draft. <laughs> uh, come on, come on, champ. You got to pace yourself. What was going on? Um, I was actually pretty worried for a little bit. Like, damn, is he okay? Well, you know, sometimes if you're using uh, illegal supplements, it will come back to bite you, kids. So yes. be very careful with that. Yes, yes, do so. Uh, another highlight, I liked uh, – uh, people on Zoom probably know this better than the people who are at your place, but Joe's voice just carried over Zoom, and we were just listening to these random stories he kept sharing all night. Um, <laughs> it was like eavesdropping on him. I don't, I don't think he knew that we were all listening, but we could all we could all hear him, and it's kind of funny. What? I was sitting next to Joe, six feet apart, of course, and the entire time he just wanted to show me YouTube videos, regale me with stories of how great Alabama players are. <laughs> I think you guys all got a little taste of it on the group me uh, a oh, little yes. earlier, but but the man loves his Alabama football. Uh, and, and <laughs> it, it was like a stream of consciousness, you know? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it, it, you know, it, it was a little distracting, but... Uh, I'm glad everybody had a good time with it. Yeah, and b by far the highlight of the night was your coked out hairdo from the hot tub. Uh, it was the highlight of the Zoom. Everyone loved it. Uh, and you pulled the look off pretty well, I have to say. Well, Lucian, a little uh, tidbit for you. That was not from the hot tub. That's everyday life. Welcome wow. 2020. Wow, 2020. Just doing us all dirty. Uh, <laughs> what about you? Do you have any highlights? I think my highlight was, it obviously was weird, weird circumstances, but I thought it went really well. Uh, we had a lot of people on there. Everybody, I, what do we have? One auto draft because it was minor, passed out. Uh, so just, just appreciative of everybody and their hard work. Um, I, I guess my other highlight would be just that I had a killer draft, Lucian. I put in the work. I worked hard, and it just really all came together for me. But we can get into that later. Okay, okay, I like it. Um, yeah, I thought, given the circumstances, the draft was was to be expected. Everything it was. Um, I didn't like how the people who are at your place they didn't get on Zoom. Some of them, not mentioning any names, Paul, but they didn't get on Zoom and interact with everyone else. Uh, kind of felt lame. Uh, and then PD trying to take over his little mini dictator, muting people and silencing people and cutting off Thomas and, and Jason um, was kind of lame. But I, I kind of was expecting PD to have a room full of Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady jerseys. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think he's a Patriots fan anymore. There was not a creamsicle in sight. It's, it's sad. It's sad. I thought he loved Tom Brady as much as I love him. I guess he's just a pretender. Mm -hmm. Fake fan. Hate yeah. to see it. Yeah, yeah, hate, hate to, to see it. it. Petey, you're on notice. Okay, and that was the draft recapped. Let's get into the meat, the meat and potatoes. It's the draft analysis. Brad, this is where we're going to break down each team, team by team, what they did right, what they did wrong, 
what kind of chance do they stand in this league? You want to take us off with our first pick? It's Wes, or as you know him, Paul will never own the trophy. Trophy Miller. Well, looking at Wes's team, he's obviously has Rams bias. I mean, he's got Robert Woods as his wide receiver too. He's got Tyler Higby as his tight end. But my favorite thing about Wes is when all else fails, try, try again. The man has Baker Mayfield. What is he thinking? Baker Mayfield. We tried this last year. The guy was just too busy doing any doing commercials to possibly be a good quarterback. I think that's a fail. I think Wes is going to be looking for a new quarterback on his roster in no time. Lucian, what do you think? Uh, I've I've actually written down some analysis of each team. I'm just going to go through it, try to read it uh, for you right now. I wrote, he's got strong RB depth with a lot of high and late round dart throws. Only needs one of them to hit to make his RB core elite. Uh, he's going to be screaming, uh, streaming QBs this season, uh, which isn't a bad thing, like you were saying about Baker Mayfield. Uh, he also might have to stream tight end if uh, if Jonu and if if Tyler Higby don't work out. Um, you got Everett coming back that could eat into uh, Higby's upside, so uh, he'll have to be on watch for that in the next few weeks. Um, what else? I like his wide receivers, despite the fact that he drafted the oft-injured AJ Green, and as we saw today, he's already on the sidelines with a hamstring injury. Uh, but it's a nice dice throw. Uh, he picked up the Eagles defense off the waiver, um, and I tried to. I was going to pick them up, but it, I think it's a good streaming defense week one. Okay, love it. Well, I think that brings us to Mr. Petey cooking pies. Am I correct? Yes, you are. Very good, very good. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll start off with this because uh, mine's a little bit longer. Um, yeah, great quarterback in Wilson. Um, Good RBs. Cook is injury prone. Uh, Carson's coming off a broken pelvis. Uh, PD seemed to account for this when he drafted Penny, but the fact that he dropped Penny and took Hyde tells me that he's kind of unsure about this backfield in general. So that confusion might carry over to the season if he doesn't uh, research more. Um, I think he's got three solid wide receiver twos starting. Uh, Jones is always consistent. Allen won't do what he did with the Rivers in his prime, but the volume is there. Um, and then I, I'm just not into Godwin this year. He plays the same area of the field as Gronk, so I think Gronk's going to eat into his receptions. The Gronk party is back, Lucian. Oh, yeah. I, also, I'm going to stop doing my analysis because these are freaking long. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just gonna do it right off the cuff. Or we're going to hit it uh, here with Petey on my end. The man is very into Seattle. I, it's, it's, it's almost like he's jumping on that bandwagon now. Oh, yeah. Uh, but with some actual analysis here, the man took Dalvin Cook. Look, I'm the resident Vikings fan. If anyone should love Dalvin Cook, it would be me. I have no faith in the guy. I don't know. He, he was going to hold out. He he get He's injury prone. I think that's a high risk first pick. And as I'm looking at his team, he's got Chris Carson. Okay. Then he's got Tariq Cohen. I mean, if there's not a bigger Tariq Cohen fan... And also the biggest Tariq Cohen victim on the planet, it's Brad Stone. He's put up with that guy multiple times for years, and you're in for a world of hurt on that one, Petey. Then let's go a little further. He's got Carlos Hyde, so the backup and the, the always reliable Seattle backfield. And then who does he have left? Oh, Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. I mean, what is this? 2009? Petey, disappointed in the running backs. Bit of a joke. Uh you're going to have to make some trades in order to compete. What do you think about that Justin Jefferson? You're a Vikings fan. Is he going to play Justin, a lot this year? 
Justin Jefferson's hot. He's hot in the streets. He's looking to take over that number two role with Thielen. And I think he could pass Thielen, uh, given enough reps, given enough time. Maybe around week six, he could uh, really come around. Ah. Mr. Peters. So it looks like PD might have done one thing, right? Well, eh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Meh, Cole Peters, you're still on notice. All right, moving on to Paul McGovern, the Hyde Pod Challenge. Uh, Brad, what do you think of this draft here? He, uh, he he employed the same tactic that he used in 2019, uh, heavy on wide receivers, tight ends, and QBs in the first, in the early rounds. Do you think it paid off for him? It's classic Paul. I, I can speak that he was a little bit inebriated uh, during the draft. As you can see, he has is currently holding two defenses on his roster, the Minnesota Vikings, the Seattle Seahawks, and he also took a kicker, Jason Myers. So there's not a lot of depth going on in his team, especially when his starting running backs are Le'Veon Bell, Sony Michelle. And granted, I do like Hopkins. Granted, I do like Evans. Granted, I do like Slayton as receivers. But he's really going to struggle to find that, find that running back. Uh, it's classic Paul. He left a bunch of fucking chip crumbs on my floor. <laughs> a little angry with him. I had to vacuum that shit up on Sunday when uh, I was not not moving very fast. So, Paul, your team sucks. Deshaun Watson, don't know what I'm looking at here. Lucian, flip, flip it to you. I think we're going to have to change his nickname from Soft Smolder to Chip Crumb. <laughs> chip Crumb McGovern. He just okay. can't help himself. Yeah, uh, I have to agree with you. His his uh, his team, Le'Veon Bell is his number one running back. Uh, I'm just not feeling it. He's RB2 at best. Sony Michelle honestly shouldn't have been drafted, and he's his RB2. Um, Hopkins is going to be fine. Won't get as much volume as last year, but st- still should be a solid wide receiver one option. Uh, Evans I do like more than others um, just because he helps Brady stretch the field, and that's what Arians wants to do with that offense. Uh, Zach Ertz, I think, is good. All their passing options are either uh, injured or uh, not playing in some capacity. And then his bench is kind of wild. I like Alexander Madison, but that's probably it. Uh, And then Deshaun Watson, he's good. So, Paul, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. You're in the same position last year, and last year you didn't make the playoffs. So... You, you hate to see it, Lucian. You just hate to see it. It's, it's painful. It's painful. Um, okay, moving on. We have Fuck You, Wes, Mr. Eric Miller. Uh, and Eric, you know, he's uh, he's looking to make it back to the playoffs this year. What do you think? Did he, did he get the team to bring him back to the promised land? I kind of like what he did here. I, I'm looking at his team. I, I don't I, – I'll never give credit to someone that drafts a kicker and a defense on a draft that is a month out. I think you need as much depth as you can get, but teach their own. But just looking at his team, his wide receiver core, I'm kind of in love with it. Julio Jones, Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup, and the one and only, the always unreliable but talented sometimes, Brandon Cooks. Uh, keep trying with Brandon, but it's similar to West though. There is a little – I think you might have taken Cup a little early. Typical Rams, Homer. Lucian, what are your <laughs> thoughts? Uh, yeah, I definitely thought he took Cup early. Um, they were running more 12 personnel at the end of the year, and in that grouping, uh, Cup wasn't used as much. Uh, it's a two-tight end set. I think uh, 
Yeah, I think it was a little bit of a reach. Uh, otherwise, I pretty much like his team. I think Stafford's a great late-round QB flyer to take, and he doesn't have much capital invested in him. So if he doesn't work out, he can always just pick someone off of waivers. Uh, I like Kenyon Drake this year. They're going to try to use him more as a receiver in the passing game. Uh, and I think he has enough running back depth to kind of cobble together a, a running back two until he finds someone, to, uh, someone better to replace that. Uh, I like his other wide receivers. I think Brandon Cooks is a good wide receiver four, and I like Alan Lazard as a wide receiver five. Uh, so he's definitely got a a better looking team than I thought he left the draft with last year. Uh, but in his defense, he did have a lot of shots last year. So that might have affected the outcome. Are we sure Eric was doing shots? Uh, Are we sure he was? No, I don't think I don't think we're sure of anyone doing any shots. I know I didn't do any shots. Uh, so... It's very interesting. I think Joe and I were the only ones that did shots. Uh, we, we were called, we were allegedly called out by Wes midway through the draft for having beer in our shots when, in fact, everyone agrees, everyone knows we had alcohol in them the whole time. But did anybody ever smell Wes's shot or Paul's shot? Well, Paul actually looked like he'd done some shots, but anybody else? Other than maybe Minor was Minor even doing shots? We don't know. There's a conspiracy out there. And I'm on it. I am on it. It's a classic West move, you know, make everyone focus on someone else doing something they're not supposed to do to take any suspicion off of him. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. But moving on, we've got uh, Robbie's team. Hold on for the record. Kim Jong West, we love you. It is great to be back in the league. Thank you for the honor. Uh, You are a dear leader, a great leader, our eternal leader, and we all salute you. Okay. So who are we on? We're here with Robbie Ritchie kicking your butt, Kurt. What do you think of this draft? You know, perennial uh, contender. Can he do it again this year? Robbie's always very good at trades, but I do love his quarterback selection. I think he got Matt Ryan at a good price. Little questionable with his running backs. Joe Mixon, I'm just not a Joe Mixon guy. Singletary, I think Singletary could have a pretty good year. But then I go to his receivers. I mean, Adams. Juju Smith-Schuster, then Michael Gallup, who's just getting so much pub, uh, seems like he he might have uh, cobbled together, once again, a playoff contender. Yeah, I could definitely see it. Um, not super high on Mixon, but it all depends on how Burrow can lead that team in his rookie year on a uh, truncated preseason, so... Um, there's a lot of question marks around the Cincinnati Bengals offense, but if they come out guns a blazing, it could be a big year for Mixon. Uh, Singletary and Moss, I think, you know, it's it's an RB2, and that's really all you can expect in your RB2 position. Uh, Devontae Adams, I like. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster, I'm actually kind of down on this year. Uh, a lot of people blame his... His uh, his passing work or his his uh, his production last year on the QB play, but even with bad QBs, he was third in his team as as a receiver. So um, I'm just not sold on Juju yet. Uh, actually, there's a funny quote today. Some reporter was breaking down all the all the different wide receivers in the Steelers offense, saying like how they each had a specific role on the team, and then they asked Juju like, "So what's your role on the team?" And the guy couldn't even list a role. All he said was, "I'm here to make sure everyone's having." fun uh well, well lucian it's called a usc education you know it's kind of the best education in the world everybody, <laughs> everybody knows that so I, I don't know why you're hating on him for liking his friends i mean just sounds more like a, a cheerleader than a wide receiver have you followed his instagram i mean 
People love him. He's a USC Trojan. It's stop, stop being mean, Lucian. You're, you're really hurting me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, Gigi, I'm sure he'll be fine. Uh, and then Ben, of course, has to has to be back in form. And that's that's a big question mark as well. Uh, the rest of the team looks pretty good. Yeah, I think uh, Robbie knows enough about about the sport to to keep being a contender throughout the season. So, um, but. Look, look for Robbie. He's a great training partner uh, for anybody that might be new to the league. Rob, Robbie's kind of the the oil that makes the motor run, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, he already managed to trade away Edelman for Gallup, which I thought was kind of a steal, but uh, it's still too early to tell. Uh, come on that. Yeah, So, but moving on, we have um, Fornhub, Mr. Nestor. Um Brad, what'd you think? I mean, first of all, we got to start. Patrick Mahomes, first round. Well, I, I'm just going to start with the name. I love the name. Most creative name of the year award goes to Fornhub, Mr. Nestor. I'm blown away. Love it. That means I'm in on whatever you did. You made it to the finals last year. So you're like the the tallest dwarf. Congrats. Uh, we're going to give you Patrick Mahomes. You love Mahomes. You got Mahomes. Uh, I'm also going to suck up to you a little bit here. Mr. Kelsey's available. If you're interested, let me know. Uh, I then, as I look more, he definitely paid for it by taking Patrick Mahomes with his first round pick. Yeah. Took him very early. The man should have tried to trade it down. You know, I I, I wasn't going to take him at 14. I wasn't surprised he went before he came to me, but he could have played it a little better. Uh, now I'm looking. So who's his best receiver? I mean, Calvin Ridley. So he's counting on Calvin Ridley, who's the number two behind Julio Jones, to lead him to the promised land, which he doesn't even know what the promised man, promised land is. He is. He knows what the promised man is, but he's never won a title. But I love the name, Fornhub. I approve of the draft, approve of the team, approve of everything he has going on over there. Lucian? Yeah, I mean, he even made a picture for his team, too. That was amazing. You'd, you're the one who loves that amount of commitment the most. I do. It just shows people are invested, and I love that. Uh, but, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, I just want to say I called that one. I called it. He was going to take him in the first round. Uh, no way he's falling back to him in the second. So, I mean, go after your guys. He's he's living proof of, of that motto. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Leonard Fournette, like the Jags didn't even want him on the team. They tried to trade him, but no one would trade for him. Um, James White, like, I don't know what's going to happen there with Cam Newton doing more rushing than, than Tom Brady. Uh, and then Brashard Perryman is his third wide receiver. I mean, I'm expecting like maybe 50 receptions for him this year. Uh, I think he's going to be having to, to find a wide receiver three all season. Uh, and then the biggest thing I see is, is taking three quarterbacks. Um, I don't know if this is just like a COVID strategy or if it was a mistake and it was auto selected, auto picked for him, but then he's just too stubborn to admit it. So he just has three QBs on his team. Um, but that is just a little bit crazy to me. It's, it's a bold strategy. Uh, you don't see the three quarterback strategy deployed often. However, maybe he is assuming with COVID and, and injuries, but, but that just means backup quarterbacks will be available. So I can see why he's the runner-up. It's also because I wasn't there last year. I mean, everybody knows that, but it, it, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, Lucian, we, we got to bring up whoever's next. Okay, we got or the land of the McCaffrey. Uh, Miner, Miner's team. Josh Allen is his QB, but of course, Christian McCaffrey is his running back. Uh, what do you think of his team? 
Well, I think Josh Allen as the QB and then bringing in Ben Roethlisberger as the backup is it's an acceptable strategy. I, I think I think that has potential. He, he's going to have to make a decision every single week. But playing in the AFC East with Josh Allen, it's probably the easiest division in football right now. Uh, you can never go wrong when you get Christian McCaffrey. I'm loving the fire he has with the receivers. Odell Beckham, Allen Robinson, Scary Terry. Then Hunter Henry. I mean, he, he's trying to look pretty high-flying. Looking at Marlon Mack, yeah, not a big Marlon Mack guy, but he did get the handcuff. Uh, Stefan Diggs on his bench, so his receivers are pretty stacked. Uh, I can tell why this man won the championship. It's not. It's it's the most difficult thing in all sports to win a sun or ascendant championship, and so I'm very impressed with him, Lucian. Yeah, I think he's got three. Um... His wide receivers are great. I think this is the best part of his team. Hunter Henry, I'm not high on. Um, what else? Marlon Mack is his running back too. I think that's fine for right now. Um, but I think the job's gonna he's gonna lose a job as the season goes on. So he's gonna have to find some way to something to to do for running back too. Uh, Josh Allen, Ben Roethlisberger, they're okay. Um, he'll be streaming all year. So, uh, but yeah, his wide receivers are definitely his strongest, and I look forward to seeing what he does this year. Well, he's a man who likes to make trades. Uh, this is true. As I mentioned in the opening, he's already offered B one. He might offer you one. Hey, I he's, traded him all his best players last year. <laughs> um, well, someone's got to do charity work. Uh. <laughs> okay, moving on. We have the Fresh Prince of Hilaire, Jason, Jason Q. Uh, what do you think, Brett? Do you this like is his my friend? week? This is my week one opponent. So we've got Das Prescott. Big fan of him. Uh, con- you know, it's, it seems like it's an inevitable contract year for for that guy. But, but then as I look down, C.H., solid, you know, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for the uninitiated. But I look at his receivers. I mean, he's got Jalen Rager in there. It's, it's an interesting draft. It's a very interesting draft. He, too, is one that took a kicker and a defense. I'm going to give Jason, who's one of my main men, love the guy, uh, I'm going to give him a C+. Plus. He's Ooh. passing, but... It's not, he's not doing anything sexy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm actually not too concerned about his draft. I mean, it sucks for him that Chubb has a, is in concussion right now. But, uh, yeah, I like his QB. Prescott, Claude Edwards-Hilaire, I think it's going to be big. AJ Brown. Uh, DK Metcalf is a little bit concerned just because Russell Wilson, when he's been the uh, QB of Seattle, has never supported two top 24 wide receivers. Uh, and Tyler Lockett's definitely the wide receiver one on that team. So uh, you're looking at maybe a wide receiver three with DK Metcalf. Um, with hoping for a wide receiver too. Uh, Jalen Rigger could have a big role this year, but still he's a rookie. Uh, they're going to ease him in. Um Jared Cook, not nah, is too much to go around. Not to Jared Cook this year, uh, but I like his bench. I think he's got some solid people on his bench. I like Pittman. I like Hardman. Uh, most are starting RB. Chase Edmonds has high upside. AJ Dillon could could win that job later on in the season. So, uh, Jason, not too bad for your second year with the league. Uh, next up, we have Banker Cap Brad. Uh, let's just go on. Like, how do you feel? Like, seriously, how do you feel about your draft? Is anything you would change? Um, anything you like about it? What is it? I feel fantastic. My running depth, running back depth is unparalleled. I've also found a way to already have be the only one that read the rules that you get two reserve players no matter why. So I've taken complete advantage of that. I have two more players than any other team. I, I went alone just for that. Uh, 
it's it's like finding a tax loophole. Everybody complains about them until they work for you. So suck it, haters. I got Josh Gordon, Debo Samuel sitting in my reserve spots, which allowed me to be a little enterprising here. I got to pick up an extra quarterback. Yeah, granted, it's Kirk Cousins. It is what it is. But then I got a high upside guy, Steven Sims. All of you guys have way too fewer players, which to me is way fewer players. I won the draft. I partied. I had a great time. I hot tub. People said I looked like I was coming off a Coke bender. Whatever. Suck it, haters. Best draft. <laughs> a perfect example of how the rich get richer. Uh, yeah, Brad, I think, you, I, man, you hit running back really hard. Um, I was not expecting you to go that running back heavy. Uh, but I think it paid off for you. You got you got three good running backs, but the only problem is we only start two running backs in this league, Brad. Only two. Wow, you, just, you have all Wait, that. What? You have we what? only start two RBs, and you got you got all that production just sitting on your bench. Damn it! Did I misread the rules? <laughs> what? Oh, this is both. No, we gotta we gotta get a vote. We're gonna have a league wide vote. Uh, your IR players cannot score you points. But our, our great dictator will change the rules after we've already drafted. That's what the people are asking for, Lucian. Yes, I, yes. If, so if, okay, I demand three running backs if we're going to uh, remove <laughs> reserve spots. So if, am I that stupid? I thought I read it right. We had three running backs. What the hell? <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, good running backs. Wide receiver th- or your wide receivers are all right. You know, you got a, you got some big gifts. Marquise Brown, Will Fuller. Um High upsides, but big question marks. Uh, Mike Williams, who knows what he'll be with Tyrod Taylor. But of course, you got Travis Kelsey, the best in the game. Sure, he's as old as Gronkowski, but he's one of the highest paid uh, tight ends there are. So, um, yeah, looks like you looks like you've got some good things going for you. You just need to find that defense, and your team will be complete. Well, you realize I got the number four ranked kicker, so that's oh, a pretty important illusion. That's you win the draft. Number four, kick, you said? Kick, kick it, yeah. The number four best kicker. Oh, Kicking wow. is winning. That puts you over the top, I have to say. Thank you. Very cool. Okay. Uh, moving on, we have the quarantine hut, Mr. Travis Shatsky. Am I saying that right? Shotsky. Shotsky. I believe it's Shotsky. Shotsky. Okay. Like I'm just doing a little Shotsky before my beer. Yeah, that, that sort of thing. Okay, um, I'll take it off first. Um, I think he didn't. He had an okay draft. I'm uh, not high on Gurley. You know, he's. I think he's on a decline in his career. Austin Eckler. You know, he's he's not a he's not a three down running back, but he definitely gets a lot of work in the passing game. We just don't know what that passing game going to be there with Tyrod Taylor under center. Um, T. Y. Hilton already injured. Jarvis Landry coming off an injury. Uh, Michael Thomas is his best player. I'd have to say. Um, but I, I do like Evan Ingram. Tom Brady is 43. Um, and then his bench, I'm just not in love with at all. Two injured wide receivers. Ito Smith, I don't even know he's going to be the backup to Gurley. You got, you got um, what's his name, Brian Brian Hill out there as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, just, I, just an okay draft, I felt, for the for the first time rookie here. What do you think? If, if for the rook, it's always intimidating when you first come out. I, I kind of don't mind his running backs. I think he did okay at receiver. He, I mean, he's got decent names. Uh, maybe he's playing the long con on us with uh, high-quality names. I mean, T.Y. Hilton, Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, uh, obviously Tom Brady, Todd Gurley, Austin Eckler. I mean, those are some big names. Are they producers, though? Well, I mean, when I look at his bench, though, Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, he's got big producers out there. Will they be big hitters? That remains to be seen. All right, and that brings us to our next team is Wes's stepfather, Mr. Hogan Meyer. 
Um, Brad, what do you think of this draft? Classic name, former champion. Thought we did decent. Very, very just decent. Uh, I think he put a lot of stock in some questionable wide receivers. Cortland Sutton, my goodness. Especially for him, a self-avowed Raiders fan, to be drafting Cortland Sutton, a division rival, and then to go reach on Henry Ruggs. But the man likes to party. Goodbye, moderation. Hello, Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> yeah, I thought Ruggs was a huge reach, especially when he's like not even the the most hyped uh, running uh, rookie wide receiver in, Ra- in the, on the Raiders. Um, so yeah, and then the trade for Carson Wentz, he was not happy with Jimmy Garoppolo. Gave up Tyler Higby and uh, what was the other one? Tony Pollard. Um, I don't know. Just seemed seemed like he was tilting at the end. Didn't know what to do, and ended up screwing up his draft. And he had to, and he paid for it. He had to trade with Wes. Uh, but Aaron Jones, uh, not <laughs> go ahead. Our our dear leader was kind enough to do a trade with him. Our yeah, dear leader. Thank you, dear leader. Yes, Hogan, you should be thanking him. Uh, but yeah, Hogan, not bad. Um, I'm surprised you drafted this team. Has the stamp of your brother. Are we sure that he wasn't there? Did anyone see him? Are we sure that it hasn't been known the whole time? Because when I looked, Hogan was taking a little nap during the draft over there. I Lucian made it to the end was, you know, he, he can attest. Hogan was taking a little nap. Uh, I'm not quite sure Hogan was the one drafted. Yeah, we literally sat on Zoom for two minutes and just watched Hogan snoring in his chair. It's pretty funny, Hogan. Uh, but yeah, let's move on. Uh, we're going to move on to another team. Some might say a great team. Others might say a crappy team. But it's my team. It's the John Lucian Picards. Um, and You, you, you got to go first, Lucian. Take uh, it away. The floor is yours. Uh, this draft, guys, it did not go as I planned. Let me just say... Uh, I thought running back would be hit heavy, but instead the wide receivers were hit heavy and I was forced to take a lot of late round wide receivers. Um, It's partly my own fault because I took two quarterbacks high, but you know what? At the end of the day, I've talked myself into liking my team. I think it's got a lot of flash and it's got a lot of ass, but some of those ugly players I think could pay high dividends if the right situation, if the right things fall for them. So uh, but I do have to say, I do like that I have four undroppable players. I love it. I'm all about the undroppables. If anyone knows me, undrop. I'm da- I'm dapping by the way, so you can't see it, but I am. I can I can see it through through the internet, Lucian. It's beautiful, <laughs> and it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, but yeah, what 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 did where did I fail? Where did I go wrong with my draft, Brad? Well, I mean, of course you took Kyler Murray and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you gotta. It's it's. It might be the best quarterback duo in the league, although I can think of a quarterback trio that kind of has to <laughs> But taking Zeke, no-brainer. Love it. Putting a lot of eggs in the uh, Kareem Hunt basket, though. How, how do you feel about him? Kareem Hunt was just a pick that I – I took Jonathan Taylor first just because I, I think he's a, he's a great prospect and someone who could be like an Ezekiel Elliott, but I think he needs time to fill into that role. And so Kareem Hunt was like a pick to – Kareem Hunt's going to get some touches. He's got a little niche carved out. Plus, if anything happens to Chubb, he becomes like a top five back. So Kareem Hunt is just is just to cover he's, – he's like a patch to cover some some tears in my in my team at the beginning of the year. 
Interesting. Would you call him a beard for who will be your main running back? <laughs> a beard? Um, I don't know if I'd call him a beard, but he is a uh, turtleneck. How about that? They call it a beard, Lucian. A beard. <laughs> <laughs> they call it a mine. A mine. Well, <laughs> overall, I, I think I've made my point. I, I think it looks decent. Uh you're, you're always one who's so involved. There's no better guy on the waiver wire than Lucian Nader. Uh he, he just has a knack for it. Plus, having Kyler Murray and Aaron Rodgers, I think there's a trade to be made there. Looking at his receivers, Jameson Crowder. You know, I'm a fan of the Darnold. I could see that being a good year. Uh, Deontay Johnson, I think that could be your make or break on the season. What was your rationale with him? My rationale was, oh shit, I need a wide receiver too. He's my highest ranked wide receiver on the board, so I'm taking him. Uh, but I do like his upside. I thought he 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 showed great promise last year, uh, and I think he's going to build off of it this year. Great route runner. But great route runner. But I mean, you need to get George Kittle, the number two tight end. It, it was a two-man tight end draft, though. Beyond that... There wasn't a lot going on. No, there wasn't. I just need a little bit of Kittle in my life. Kittle's in uh, VIX. Uh, so that brings us to Bama I Joe. Believe, Bama Joe. Wow. Well, Bama Joe was the most heard voice in the draft, but Lucian did his pick selection speak more volumes. You know what I think it did? I think he had a very solid draft. Um, I like his depth. I like his starting pieces. I think Melvin Gordon is going to be better than people expect. I think Josh Jacobs is a solid option. Doesn't catch a lot of passes, but there's a lot of volume there. Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd is going to be awesome with AJ Green already injured. Uh, Tyree Kill, you know, he's got big games and he's got really low games, but the big games, he's going to win you the week. And if he just has five of those big games, he's going to win you five weeks. That's five automatic wins for you, Joe. So I'm liking that. I'm liking Andrews. Uh, you got solid depth. Um, yeah, nothing I don't like. I mean, Drew Brees. Drew Brees is going to be trying to break some records this year. He's going to be airing it out. So look out for a lot of touchdowns from him. What do you think, Brad? Well, I want the sound of this on the uh, recording. Uh, we just popped a strawberry LaCroix. Nice. We're, th we're thinking very highly of Joe's team. Uh, you got to hand it to the man. He goes hard in on the Bama thing. Bama wins all the national championships. It's only a matter of time till Joe starts winning the Send It championships. I actually thought Christian Kirk, good pick. Tyler Boyd, a little skeptical. Uh, can never go wrong with Drew Brees. And he got his man, Josh Jacobs. <laughs> Josh and Jacobs? of course, Jerry Judy. Jerry Might have been Judy. a reach. Might have been a reach. Uh, you know what? He's high. He's he's got a lot of hype videos, as Joe can show us. Uh, so who knows? But yeah, Bama Joe, uh, I predict a good season for you. So well done. Playoffs yep. in or out? Oh, he. I actually have a prediction, but yeah, I think he's going to be in the playoffs this year. Wow, a little spoiler. A little. That's what we call in the business a tease. A tease. All right, moving on to our last team. It's our last team. We got through this slog, and unfortunately, it has to be Thomas's team. My season hurts badly. Uh, Thomas already panicking, already making panic trades. What did you think of his draft? Did he get a little bit too drunk? I didn't even know if he showed up to the draft because I invited him over like 15 times and he never showed up. So, uh, you know, looking at his team seems fine, whatever. <laughs> you're not, you're not thrilled by it. 
he's just kind of a whatever team this year. It just he's I is whatever. That's all I can say. Whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm trying I'm to decide. Just, I'm bored. I'm just bored. I'm trying to decide which Ravens running back is going to score more points, Lamar Jackson or Mark Ingram. He's got them both. Um, Kamara, Kamara, who knows? Is he going to a nail salon? Is he injured? What's he sorry for, Brad? What's he sorry for? I think he's sorry for going to a nail salon and being so bored that he had to be on Thomas's team. I mean, it's just a boring team. It's a boring organization. There's no fire <laughs> there. It's just, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm trying to be nice. Yeah, I mean, TJ Hawkins said he admitted himself he's not 100% yet. Carryon Johnson was seen in a knee brace. Antonio Brown suspended for the first eight games. Um, Sterling Shepard's not bad. Joe Burrow, who knows? Thomas. I'm, just, I'm struggling to find relevance. I, uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is the most relevant piece. Um, and you know what? It's a good yeah. piece. Yeah. All right, all right. Moving on. Right. Let's, let's move on. All right. I'm just going to discuss. I have I have three top winning drafts this season. I also have three bottom drafts. Uh, I don't know if you prepared anything, Brad, but I can go ahead and start us off with my top three uh, top top three teams. Give me your top three, then I'll fire off mine. All right. These are my top three drafts. First, in first place, it's our dear leader Wesley Miller. Um, of, in, course, of, of course, of course, of course. Uh, in second, surprise, uh, surprise sophomore year from Bama Joe. Bama Joe, you're one of my top three. Uh, and the last one, I want to give it to Robbie. I think Robbie always does very well in his drafts, and this year is no different. What about you, Brad? I, of course, our dear leader is always number one. Always proud of him. Number two, I have to say, I give it to Eric. Uh, I, I think Eric has some chess pieces on the table. Then, me being me, of course, I'm in the top three drafts. Nice. Uh, no humility in that pick. <laughs> None at all. That's the fair, unbiased opinions of the Send It All podcast. Yes. All right. Now on to our bottom three teams. These teams are probably in the running for the toilet bowl. My three teams are, drum roll. So, so Lucian, one of these three teams will not be in the league next year. <laughs> yes. If all goes according to the prophecy, uh, whoever gets this trophy will be banished from the league in their own volition. Um, my first team we have is Thomas. Thomas, I'm sorry, buddy, but they get a little bit too much to drink. Um, and I, I don't think it's looking good for you this season. Uh, but don't worry, you're not alone. There's someone to compete with you. And that person's name is Mr. Michael Peters, PD. PD, 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 PD. I know the uh, NFL.com wanted to give you a good grade for your draft, but I'm just not seeing it, man. I'm really not. Uh, but it's okay because my third pick is my one and only Jean-Lucien Picard's. I picked myself as one of the bottom three teams because I know a little something about being humble, about showing humility. Um, and I do recognize that my draft wasn't that great. But you know what? It's also to show that how much I'm going to come from behind for a more dramatic victory. Uh, but Brad, who are your three worst teams? Uh, of course, Thomas, but he's just always irrelevant. So, I mean, whatever. Uh, but but I, I got to get serious here for a second. Paul's team is garbage. <laughs> what is he doing? I mean, the guy's just leaving chips everywhere. He's he, he clearly clearly was not focused. Did no research. Trying to text from his phone. Didn't join the Zoom. I mean, he he loses. He's done. Out of it. Out of it. Uh, and then I gotta do it, Lucian. Who do you think I gotta go with? Oh, you gotta go with me. 
You'd be surprised. I can't go with you. It is, of course, Michael Peters. The man is lost in the wilderness without his Lord and Savior, Tom Brady. Petey, put on the creamsicle. He'll show you to the promised land. He will take you there. (laughs) Petey, you should have drafted more Bucks players, man. What's going on? Sad. It's it's a a goddamn shame he didn't. I mean, I'm really surprised he didn't get Tom Brady, but oh well. Mm. Live and let live. Uh, Brad, now is the portion of the show. Do we have any Brad's ads for tonight? Well, of course. That's why I earlier cracked a strawberry LaCroix. Uh, LaCroix will give you what you need during the game day. Instead of going and having that extra Coors Light, why not just grab both? Grab LaCroix, nice Coors Light. Just crack that LaCroix open. Just that, that pop. Hydrate up a little bit. Because then that brings us to our next boss sponsor, Papa Vodka, the one and only vodka to get you through sucking at fantasy football. For $5.99, you can get a complete handle of it. It comes in a nice plastic bottle. Look for it on the bottom of your shelves. Okay, so that was Brad's ads. And next up, we have the special guest of tonight. It is none other than Travis Shotsky. Am I saying that right? Is it Shotsky? Uh, I prefer Shatsky, but Shatsky? Shatsky's, Shatsky's fine, too. Oh, see, I said Shatsky first, and then Brad's like, oh, it's Shatsky. And so yeah, I started saying Shatsky. pretentious way to say it, so either yeah, way well, fine. I, just, I, I thought it was Czech, you know? It's Shatsky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Polish, so it's more of a Shat, whatever that means, you know? Well, the same thing happens with me. People say, is it Lucian? Is it Lucien? I'm like, technically it's Lucien, but I say it's Lucian, so. Okay, I was going to ask the same thing. Oh, yeah. perfect. Clear that up. First problem solved. Uh, all right, moving on. Travis, welcome to the league, man. How's it feel? Is this is this your first time playing fantasy football? It is actually my first time. I think last week or whenever that was, Brad introduced me. Very kind. He mentioned I was a uh, seasoned fantasy player, which I'm not, but I do love the game and I uh, like gambling, love uh, action sports. So never done the fantasy though, but I'm excited. Okay. Um, any any big sports sporting bets that we should know for the fantasy or for the football league this year? No, I'm not really like a futures bet kind of guy. You know, that's kind of why I haven't done fantasy because I don't have the patience to wait out a long bet. But uh, no, no long-term bets. Just, uh, you know, just losing every day, basically. Well, if you want, you got DFS. DFS. If you get sucked into the DFS world, it's not a long-term bet. It's a weekly bet. Uh, Okay, what's that? You just bet basically on a week, a week of plays. Draft, you've never seen a DraftKings ad or a uh, FanDuel? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've kind of, I've looked at it a little bit, but eh. I never win anything on that shit. Yeah. Travis, let's get down to the hard-hitting questions here. What's going on? Who's your favorite NFL team? Like, uh, by that, who who, who do you root for? Who are you biased towards on? uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm going to get roasted for, I'm going to get roasted, but I'm a Patriots fan. Um, I've been with my wife for 11 years. She's from Boston. I've been forced to watch enough uh, Boston sports games over the years, so I root for the Boston teams. Um, I've always been a Lakers and uh, Angels fan, but never had a football team growing up, so kind of adopted the Patriots, and not a bad team to... Not a bad team to root for. You know, this we'll accept like a, that. This is a this is a no. This is a PD conspiracy, Lucian. He's bringing <laughs> in more Patriots fans. This is all through Robbie. I you see. Yeah, but I think this is a justified Patriots fan. Petey has no justification. He didn't marry into this. This wasn't a family team. He just said, oh, these guys won the Super Bowl. I'm a Patriots fan now. 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't really, I don't know. I kind of would just go over to in-laws and be forced to watch these games. And over, you know, over time, you got to gotta root for someone. I mean, that's how it's it starts. It's, it's really good to have a real Patriots fan in the league. Finally. Yes, finally. <laughs> Thank you. What a fraud. What a fraud. Yeah. I don't have a wall of uh, pennants and all that stuff, but. You mean a wall of players' jerseys who are no longer on the team? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, really not diehard. It's sad to see what's going on. To see Petey's living room was, uh, that, that was something. Yeah. <laughs> very strange. Very strange, uh, to say the least. But, uh, Travis, you were at the draft. It was virtual this year. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think? Was it a fun time? Was it what you expected? Um, it was, it was cool. You know, I was kind of looking forward to some, I mean, obviously it wasn't going to happen to do in person, but would have been fun to get together and uh, do something like that. But uh, I think it yeah, it worked out pretty well with the, with the zoom and just how it's set up on NFL. It's not bad. It made it pretty easy for someone like me. who doesn't really know what I'm doing. I was kind of did a little preparing a week before and it, it makes it real organized when you're picking your guys. So not sure if I uh, ended up with a decent team. Kind of got a shitty bench here, but yeah, we're going to make it work. Yeah, you definitely have some big name players. Uh, and it's always good to have. Uh, we, we both we, we said we said nothing nice about your team, but <laughs> nice things about your team earlier <laughs> in, the, in the draft recap. So don't worry. Don't yeah, worry. no worries. You can hear that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I didn't follow the geniuses, you know, plans of you know building my bench before my uh, defense and kicker and all that. But yeah. Hey, we'll see what happens. Kicking, that, that's what wins Super Bowls. As, as a Patriots fan, you should know that. I, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get last, though. I saw Paul's uh, strategy there, and I don't know. <laughs> at least I'm not going to get uh, roasted getting last. So. Well, yeah, Paul did Paul get tried. voted. Yeah, he, he tried, unlike this other team. It doesn't even matter. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, well, let's yeah. get back to it, Lucian. Uh, but yeah, so speaking of the draft, how did you think? What was some of your favorite drafts of that night, or did you pay attention, or... Uh, what do you thought on other, how does your team stack up to other teams? Yeah. I mean, I, I ran a bunch of mocks, you know, I mean, it doesn't really play out how it actually did. No, um, not at all. yeah, but, um, I tried to get prepared if, as much as I could, you know, I don't know the players as, as well as you guys do. So just try to, uh, you know, take the math. And at one point I got disconnected and auto drafted two spots. I'm sure that was a uh, pretty entertaining for everyone, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't end up too bad. So. Uh, no, no big surprises. I think, you know, the first, you know, so, so many picks, I think Paul passed on, uh, on Michael Thomas. I took him, um, not, not sure what else, uh, after that. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, well, we, we love the Michael Thomas pick. I, yes. I thought you got a steal there. Uh, we cut, co- we covered that a little earlier on, on our end. Um, what, what was your biggest surprise from the draft like what did, were, was there any time that you felt incredibly panicked was there a time when you were on the zoom where you wanted just to punch someone in the face but couldn't because you want to hit your computer i mean what kind of, <laughs> you get, give me the highs and lows no i mean I, I had a good time on the zoom you know i i know about half the guys the other guys seem like nice guys too um not really into the video chat with you know dudes for three and a half hours so i kind of bailed on that after a little bit and i had to do a couple things so um but it was cool. Definitely. Um, I don't know about asking me about the, the surprises though, as, as a novice, kind of just, uh, I, I didn't really know, have much expectations on that. I, I, Travis, I got to hand it to you. You're very humble. You're coming into this rookie season. You're, you're carrying our bags. You're, you're, you know, we're, we're, you're getting haze. You're letting it all happen. Yeah. I'm here to donate some money. So this is a rookie. This is a rookie right here. <laughs> Can I say I had one big problem with the draft? 
And that was the lack of a champion's ceremony. I know we're in COVID times and we couldn't all meet together, but I still think some time should have been put into the ceremony just to give Miner the respect he deserves as being last year's champion. Uh, I think we, uh, I think that was bungled. Could have been done a lot better. I thought we could have handled the walk-up music a lot better. Um, I mean, this really, it really all comes down to our commissioner. Wow. Wow. I mean, to be honest, I don't even, you're going to be executed. I didn't even figure out who that guy was. Uh, you have a statue of Wesley Miller, our dear leader, Kim Jong West, our dear commissioner. Uh, our, our fearless leader, our leader for life. I'm, I'm assuming you have five statues and at least one portrait of him in your home. Do I? I, I would assume, right? No, just wallet four by sixes. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, that's acceptable too. As long as you bring it out every single time. Uh, yeah. You're just feeling a little sad or feeling really happy. Or something else, yeah. <laughs> <Just look it. laughs> All right, well, that was the draft. Uh, it was okay. I mean, it was fun, given the circumstances. Uh, I'm just glad it's happened and we all got to get together and draft our teams. I think it's going to be a lot of fun this season. Um, I thought that Lucian, I, well, we got goes on. It, what goes on in the Champions Club stays in the Champions oh, Club. Oh, of course, just of course. Wait. Just do wait, my friend. A lot of circle jerks I hear. Uh, all right. It's more. It's more of a daisy <laughs> chain, but you know, whatever you whatever you want to call it. Um. But yeah. So let's move on to the. We got a section here called preseason trades, and can you believe it? The draft's not even a couple days ago, and we already have two trades. Um. Brad, have you ever experienced this? We got first. We have Weston Hogan trading Wentz and Pollard for Higby and Lamb, and then we have Thomas and Robbie trading Edelman for Gallup. What What can you make of these trades, Brad? I got to say, I'd like, I kind of like what Robbie did there, getting Edelman uh, for Gallup. I, I, the the Wes and Hogan one, that's just kind of preference to me. Uh, I, I think Wes just struck, he wanted another Ram. Typical Wes, being a, you know, our dear leader, wanting more of his great Rams players. And But but I got to give the, I got to give the win uh, out of the two trades so far to Robbie. Uh, yeah, definitely. Travis, what do you think? Are you going to be trading a lot this season? Or are, are you usually just, you hunker down with your team and you try to build off the waiver wire? Well, I mean, first time I'm kind of uh, taking everything with a grain of salt. I I got uh, feedback from a couple of the guys uh, in the group before we started and some other friends. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to do something because uh, I kind of need to trade up a couple of these guys. But I saw that little humdinger you sent me earlier. So I, I <laughs> passed on that one. <laughs> Hey, guy, test the waters, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's worth a shot. <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of bad teams, um, I just want to go around real fast. We got predictions this year. Does anyone have any bold predictions to make about the season? Um, I know, Travis, you probably haven't thought about it much, um, so maybe Brad or myself can talk about it. Um, Brad, do you have any bold predictions for this year? Yes, Lamar Jackson will finish. Outside the top five quarterbacks. Oh, that's not good for yeah. Thomas. Uh, well, my, all my predictions are based around players in our league. Uh, so Eric is my first prediction. I predict that he will make the playoffs again this year after predicting that he would not make it last year. Um, my second one is Nestor will miss the playoffs this year uh, after coming in second last year. I don't know. Do you think that's bold or given his team, do you think it's possible? Nestor, I don't know. I, I just, I love his team name and I love that he has that team chemistry, but in terms of his actual players, 
Yeah, he, he'll probably sneak in. He'll sneak in. I, I'm going against against you on that one. Travis, do you think Nestor makes the playoffs? <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I've looked at the everyone's uh, lineups no, no, we, uh, well enough to make that prediction. But we, we make hard decisions. You know, just <laughs> based, well, he all right, just playoffs. well, based on the odds, fourteen guys that all seem to be pretty into it. Well, minus me, um, I think the odds are against him. There you go, Nestor. You're not making the playoffs. Boom, <laughs> Nestor, you're out. <laughs> Nothing just, personal. Just quit right now, Nestor. Lucian, going back to your one. Eric will make the playoffs. I agree with you on that. Travis, will Eric make the playoffs? You know, you guys, uh, I mean, I guess the odds are in his favor in terms of <laughs> him being the, you know, the three-time champ and everything, but I don't know. Yeah, he'll never let he'll never let that go. Yeah. And, you know, deservedly so. All right, well, maybe. Maybe from Travis. Uh, yeah, but, he's got a shot. Yeah, yeah. So, Travis, Eric is in. Nestor, you're still out. Uh, but my third and final prediction is that Bama Joe is going to win his first playoff game this year. We both saw his team, Brad. We both liked it. Do you think he could do it? Do you think he can come up with his first win in the playoffs? I, I think he's still talking in my ear on the Zoom chat. <laughs> I give him I give him a 60% chance to make the playoffs, and then 50-50 from there, why not? Uh, so, yes, not I agree with you. Bama Joe wins a playoff game this year. I would bet on those odds. Some good odds. Um, yeah, so those are our bold predictions. Brad, did you have any more? My other bold prediction. <laughs> Hogan misses the playoffs. Oh. 100%. Hogan will not be in there. Travis? Uh, you said bold predictions. That's uh, that's just a statement. <laughs> he said, yeah, I mean, who's the biggest fish in the league, Travis? Oh just man! Out of, out of the people you know. So you well, know, besides myself. Yeah, besides yourself. Uh, so take man. yourself out of the equation. Again, it's like I don't really. A little early to to make that uh that decision. That's a nice way of saying it, Hogan. Um, okay, so Hogan, he agrees. <laughs> very glad, very glad to hear that. Lucian. Yes. Let's get down to the question everybody wants. So obviously, we will have our Senate champion predictions on the next podcast but yes for now lucian who's winning the toilet bowl all right folks it's the moment you've been waiting for this is who i think is going to be the worst team in the league this year and uh which will also mean they're going to basically quit next year because the toilet bowl winner always seems to quit every year so the next person who's going to be out of this league is is thomas thomas i'm sorry but i predicted you to win the toilet bowl Nothing personal. It's just based on your draft. I don't even know who that is. Is, is he even relevant within the league? I mean, did he put two hundred dollars in? This is boring. Like, is he is he in the league? Uh, his money says that he is in the league. Yes. Oh, okay. Follow the money. Yeah. I'm assuming the toilet is last place. It is last place, and it comes with several punishments. Yeah, I heard about that. So yeah, you know, as the banker cat, I follow the money and. I guess Thomas is in the league. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, obviously, my my choice is the one and only Paul McGovern. Ooh, Paul, Paul. Paul, you with the toilet bowl championship, doing the shot out of the toilet bowl. That is something <laughs> that legends are made of. That is something you alone at a WNBA game. I, I know crowds aren't allowed. So I actually think it would be worse to have watched an entire WNBA game in your own living room 
while being live streamed. So I think that should be the punishment this year. But we can talk about that. Travis, obviously I chose Paul. Lucian chose Thomas. Who do you have for the Toilet Bowl Championship? Oh, man. I just can't, I just can't pick myself, even though I'm the fish. But I don't know. I think people are going to make some unorthodox plays, and I think they already have, and don't think it's going to be myself. So even though I love Paul very much, uh, I'm going to put Paul in the toilet. He's also one of the most, probably the most willing people to actually do those those tasks at the end. So, you know, at least he uh, would play the part. Well, you heard it here first, folks. We have a Travis-Paul rivalry. Just started. It's the first year, but I think it's going to be a big one. The Travis-Paul rivalry is what everybody's talking about now. I'm already checking Twitter. It's getting a lot of feedback. I have that that matchup circled on the calendar now. (laughs) Wow. Oh, Paul's one of the reasons I joined the league. I love that guy, so. (laughs) Wow. I think he loves you, but he hates you. That's that's fine. Yeah. Well, Lucian, I think this brings us to our conclusion. Yeah, this is the end of the podcast. A little bit longer today, but you know what? We had the goods and we had to deliver them, so you're going to love it. We, this is the, the long form. We all will obviously have our championship predictions in a week or two. Uh, we want to thank, or excuse me, sooner than that. We, we hope to do these about once a week. But we also want to thank our esteemed guest, Travis. Travis, thank you for joining. Lucian, thank no you worries. for setting it all up as usual. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and again, thank you, Travis. Um, good luck with this year in the league. I hope you have a lot of fun. Of course. Um, we'll try not to send you too many bad trades, but you know what? It's bound to happen. <laughs> Feel free to send them coming. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right, guys. That's the end of the podcast. You know what that means. We Just, hate you all. <laughs> we hate you all. Good night, guys. Take care. <laughs>